Hello, hello, and welcome to the Maternity Podcast, where we're chatting all things mom. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We've got another episode with me and Megan today talking about big emotions. Um, But before we get into that, we're going to start with Megan's funny child story of the week. So this week, my father-in-law got a load of fish because he stocks his pond with fish. And so we went to watch it and Tell really wanted to hold the fish. He got so excited to get up there. And as soon as they get like five feet from him, he'd turn and just run because he did not want to touch them. But then every every like scoop of fish, he like wanted to hold them the whole time. Just back and forth, back and forth. For those of you that do not know, Tell is obsessed with fish, and he likes to have fish drawn on everything, but apparently he can't handle real fish. But he thinks he can handle real fish. <laughs> that was me as a kid. I hated fish. SeaWorld was traumatic. <laughs> Anyways, we'll go ahead and get into our topic of the week, and this is big emotions. Okay, so obviously we know what big emotions are. Is there any kind of feeling that is kind of an overwhelming amount of that feeling. Um, Really, any feeling can be a big emotion. If it's like sadness or frustration, but also being like happy, like what we normally would say is good emotions, can also be a big emotion that you need to deal with. And just a disclaimer before we get started, this is not coming from therapists. This is coming from an early childhood standpoint this is coming from a mom standpoint um from my experience in my education and in my experience as a mom um that being said I think therapy is super super helpful so if you're feeling something bigger than what we're talking about please do go get help these are awesome things for helping with that but a therapist can um do a lot more than we can so we're gonna talk about some ways to help deal with big emotions. And so we're going to start with when your kids have a big emotion. Um, I have six suggestions today um, of how you can help your kids learn how to regulate their emotions. All of these you're going to want to do before the big emotion is happening to help your child learn these things um, and they'll slowly get better at doing them in the moment. Don't expect them to be able to do them right away. So the first one is offering choices. When your child feels in control, they um, can better regulate their emotions. So by giving them options so that they get to choose, you're not just telling them, that can help them feel in control like the world is safe and they are secure. Um, One thing to remember with giving choices is make sure there are two that you're okay with because you truly have to let them choose or else it doesn't help. Um, number two is to just sit with them. Um, a lot of people use this idea kind of of time in. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know, it's like they're in time out. You just have to sit there. You're not playing, but you're there with them. Just sit there, hold them, talk to them, um, and just like, just be there and sitting with them. So I feel like the whole idea of this time in is that you're not doing time out. What is the problem with time out? Um, the problem with timeout is just that you're just kind of like sending them away to deal with their emotions that they don't have the skills to deal with yet. Um, 
And so by being there with them, you can help show that you're modeling and you're explicitly teaching how to regulate those big emotions. So there's specific things you should be talking about with them while you're sitting there? Yes and no. It really kind of depends on the situation of why. Um, definitely talk about what they're feeling in every situation. You should be like, oh, you're feeling really frustrated. You're feeling angry because of XYZ. Like, you really wanted to play with that toy and so you hit your brother because you didn't have the words to say that. Um, ex- helping them put words to their feelings definitely is something you should do every time. And then don't, like, try to teach them these things, skills in the moment, but just kind of model it, right? Like, oh, especially if you're involved in it too, if you're also feeling angry, but oh, I feel so angry, so I'm going to take some deep breaths. I feel so frustrated right now, so I'm going to close my eyes and count to 10. Modeling those things so that they see that you're using them in real life. Um, but just kind of being there and letting them know, like, I'm going to help you work through this. So the third one is to get outside. Um, I feel like it's very common advice you hear when you're having a hard time, get outside or get in water. (laughs) And I don't know what it is, but kids just seem to behave better when they have that change of environment, um, of getting outside or in water. And it just is kind of calming and grounding. The next one is deep breaths. This one is something that you really want to practice when they're calm. Um... Just to help them be like, okay, we're going to breathe in through our nose and out through our mouths. Take deep breaths with me. There's um, lots of different ways. Honestly, you could just like Google lots of ways to make teaching that fun. Like I've heard of making tiger breaths where you like do a deep breath in and then you like roar like a tiger to let it out. Um, but whatever the method you use to teach that, just teach them that when we feel a big emotion, we can take some deep breaths to give us time to make a decision, basically. I would add if you're looking for good breathing techniques to look into meditation and yoga. Because the tiger breath thing, I'm guessing, is based off of there's a thing called lion breaths in yoga where you stand up tall and you lift your arms above your head and you breathe in and then you duck down and throw your arms behind you as you breathe out really hard. And then you kind of do that over and over again. Or there's lots of like breathing techniques within meditation where it's like in for so many seconds, hold it, breathe out for so many seconds things like that. So I would look into kind of that meditation space if you're looking for breathing techniques. Yeah, and that totally would be a good idea to even just like put in your routine. Like in the morning, we just do a little meditation. It's good for you. It can be good for your kids just to teach those skills. Um, The next one is role play. So this is at a time when the emotions are not high and you... Or, like, get together. You can have, like, a little family night and be like, okay, we're going to pretend like um, your brother just took this toy that you were playing with. And you feel so angry. What can you do? And talk about how, okay, your options would be to hit him, to take a deep breath, to come get mom, you know, whatever all the options are. And talk about um, what ones would be a better option or not such a good option. Um, And then let them practice that do a couple of different role plays of that so that they have kind of like some muscle memory starting to build so that they can remember it in the moment so in that activity are you providing the potential options or are you having them come up with um depends on the age of your kid like obviously if they're like two and they can't totally speak yet you probably are going to want to 
give some options. But older kids, if your kid's eight, they should definitely be able to help come up with some. So just kind of cater to whatever level your kid's able to do. Um, Maybe you come up with all of them and give them options. Maybe they come up with all of them. Maybe some mix. And then the last one is to do puppets. Kind of that same idea, but do it with puppets because they're able to um, look at it from a third-party perspective, and sometimes that's easier to figure out for kids. Kids are really good at solving other people's problems, especially, like, that four- or five-year-old age. You'll find that, like, if if you have a group of kids that are all four and two kids are having a problem and you bring a third kid in, they can think of, like, so many ideas of how to make it better. And so having the puppet role play can help uh, just get them in a different mindset. I guess what would your suggestions be as far as like puppets? Obviously not everybody's going to own puppets, but like what are some quick and easy ways? Like I'm thinking like, I don't know, things that come to my head immediately are like sock puppets or like things like that. Like is it, obviously the puppet itself isn't as important as the fact that it's a third person perspective. Exactly. Um, But I guess do you have any suggestions on quick, easy ways to make? I mean, you can make like sock puppets or like the brown paper bag ones but you can totally use like your little people your stuffed animals like they don't have to be an actual puppet you could use your rescue heroes whatever like little <laughs> things are heck you could even use cars like, if you're like this is Lenny McQueen or whatever um just yeah just the idea of it being a third party you could use whatever you have on hand you can make crayon people So now I want to talk about um, big emotions for moms because moms have really big emotions too. And we talk about helping your kids work through their big emotions, but I think it's important to remember that you also have big emotions that you are needing to deal with too. A lot of the suggestions are the same. I would practice deep breaths, um, especially if it's something between you and your kid. If your kid does something that's like so frustrating Um, sit down, just hold them and just take deep breaths. This is modeling. This is helping you. This is helping them. This is holding them, grounding both of you. Um, I would also say finding some me time and this doesn't have to be extravagant at all. And like, it doesn't have to be your typical, like go to the spa or whatever, but even if it's just a shower or, um, a minute to read a book or, just, just a few minutes, like five minutes to yourself to be like, okay, I can take on this day. I personally like to get up before my kids and read and work out and just work on some stuff, depending on how many, how much time I have. Um, yeah, if I, if I don't have my time before my kids wake up, I am not a very good mom. But I get that that doesn't work for everyone. And it, honestly, I'm not a morning person. I don't feel like... But I just have been forcing myself to get up before them so that I can have that time. Along with that, I would also say try practicing mindfulness. In your me time, um, take deep breaths. Just ground yourself in the moment. This isn't a podcast about mindfulness. So there's lots of resources you can find and apps and people to follow. All sorts of things. But I would definitely look into that because I think it's very helpful to practice mindfulness in that me time and kind of throughout the day. And we'll also try to link a few of those resources down just to people that either we like to follow or some of the most popular mindfulness resources, if that's something that you're wanting to look into. And then this is kind of like a 
three part one. Along with that, also doing some meditation and yoga in your me in your like me time or in your mindfulness routine. Heather knows a little bit more about that, so she's gonna say a little bit about the benefits of that. Yeah, so I love yoga. It's one of my favorite things. I do it every either morning or night. Um, I got into yoga by taking a college class is actually how it happened. And I got one credit for it and I took my college class and I loved it. Uh, But a lot of yoga and meditation ties in with kind of the mindfulness topic. Um, But I think a lot of it is finding either an instructor or a YouTube channel or some sort of video person that you really like following because a lot of that has to do with like your personality versus their personality. Uh, my favorite one is called Yoga with Cassandra. She's very calming and she does lots of like 10 minute videos. So if you're hard pressed for time, she has like a whole 30 day morning 10 minute video challenge. And so they're super quick and you can fit them in. Um, same with meditation. In my yoga class, what we talked about is to just take like five minutes and just focus on your breath. And that's really all you need to do to meditate. I think lots of times people make it a little more than it needs to be. Um, And then another thing, and this is something that you could even do with your kids, is bedtime meditations. There's lots of either podcasts or apps out there that have bedtime meditations that you just turn on while you're falling asleep, and they help you kind of calm down from the day. And so that would be a good way to also practice meditation before you even get to big emotions. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm going to kind of breeze over this one because I'm sure that's been pounded in your head, you know, but... Exercise and nutrition, those seriously will help your mental health so much. And I know that it's hard, but even just moving your body, it doesn't have to be like a whole workout, but just moving your body. Anyways, so those have been pounded in your head probably because we all know that they're important, but they truly are. So I just wanted to touch on them. Um, And then my next point is also another point that kind of has several parts, and that is get some help. Whether that's getting help with someone watching your kids for a minute so you can go on a date night. Whether that's someone coming in and helping you wash your dishes. Whether that's going to a therapist. Whether that's um, just having someone meet you at the park and just chat while your kids play. Um, Everyone has a different situation of what they need. Whatever I need could be the same but is likely different of what you need. But truly just asking for that help of what you actually need. Um, And then just letting some things go. It's fine that the laundry hasn't been washed. It's fine that you're washing dishes as you eat every time. Like sometimes for your mental health, you just have to let the perfectionism go and just say, it's okay, I am enough. Easier said than done. I do realize that. (laughs) And then the last thing is just remind yourself that you are the perfect mom for your kids. They don't need this Pinterest perfect, Instagram perfect, whatever, mom. They need you exactly as you are. And this is your time to be a mom. Um, It's important to take care of yourself as a mom and to deal with those big emotions that you're having. You're not broken if you're feeling those big emotions. It's totally normal. Just like it's totally normal for your kids to have tantrums. Totally normal to feel big emotions, but there's things you can do about it. You don't have to be stuck there. And on that note, I want to talk about if if you're doing awesome. Because you know what? We all have seasons. So maybe right now you're like, nah, I feel great. Like, I am on my A game doing awesome. 
But there's probably a mom who you know is struggling. And so I want to touch on a few things of how you can help a mom who is struggling. Um, Number one, encourage her to talk about her feelings and just listen without judgment. We all know that we just want someone to listen, not try and solve all of our problems. So just being that ear, that shoulder to cry on for her is huge. And it takes no money, no skills. Anyone can do that. Um, Number two is offer help around the house. I think especially with new moms, we're so quick to come and offer to hold the baby. But um, what I think a lot of moms need help with and they won't ever ask for is help around the house. I know when I was pregnant with my first and I was going to school and I was super sick, I just was drowning. And I had a cousin who came by and she just told me she was just coming to visit to hang out. And while we chatted, she just washed all of my dishes. And it was like the most helpful thing. I was like, that's what made me survive that week. And so I think that's something that we're so slow to ask for, but we need so badly. So just jump in and do it. Um, then this one also is helpful is to watch her kids while she goes and has a nap or while she goes on a date or whatever little break she needs. Just take her kids for even just like an hour. That can be super helpful, especially if she's feeling like she doesn't have time to have a little me time. Um, another awesome one is going on a walk with her. This occupies your guys' kids. You're able to get your bodies moving, which we know is helpful for your big emotions. Getting outside, we know that's helpful for your big emotions. And offering a listening ear is very comforting and helpful. So going for a walk is kind of like quadruple whammy. You are, I don't know, just helping her get in a situation where she can work through those big emotions. And then lastly, just remind her that she is exactly who her kids need. That her kids also don't need a Pinterest perfect mom. That she is perfect for them. They love her no matter what. And she can um, keep going and she can be better tomorrow. And that it's going to be okay that she feels these emotions. So I feel like a lot of things we've talked about have been like how to prep yourself to deal with emotions, but how do you then turn that into skills you can utilize while you're having a big emotion? Okay, perfect. So I will say the reason that we talked about that mostly is because the biggest thing is preparing because when you're having, feeling the big emotion, it's really hard to deal with it and work through it if you haven't prepared. So preparing is number one. But when you are in the moment, when you're feeling a big motion, I'd say like do the things. Take a deep breath, count to 10, go for a walk, call someone, um, ask for help. Those All of those things, t- but that's just going to take practice. Um, it's just kind of a learning curve. You're Don't expect yourself to prep these things and then every time you have a big emotion just it goes perfectly like it's still a big emotion you're still learning how to deal with it so just try and say to yourself okay I feel frustrated around meal times often so I'm gonna when I'm getting lunch ready I'm gonna remind myself I'm gonna take deep breaths um I really do think it's that that's where I feel like success lies in the preparation if that makes sense 
And then more specifically, how do you help your kids practice that while they're in a big emotion? So again, that's not the time for teaching it. Set the groundwork. And then I think modeling is probably your most powerful thing. You taking deep breaths, you holding them close to you so they can feel your heartbeat and calm down. Um, And saying the things like, I am feeling XYZ, so I am doing XYZ. Even if you're not feeling it, that can be a way to model it. Um, Yeah, I would say that's probably the biggest thing is just modeling it so that they're seeing that example. Yeah, I think those are good, helpful ways to do it because I think lots of times when a kid gets into an emotion, trying to tell them, like, here's what we're going to do is just going to make it worse. Maybe that's just my personality type that I'm like, stop telling me what to do. Like, I'm already mad. (laughs) And I think that's how I was as a kid. But it was that I was like, well, now you're just even like making it worse. And then that's when kids storm off and are like, I don't want to even talk to you. (laughs) And so I think that, yeah, like you were saying, like teaching beforehand and then just like trying your best to do it and not teach them while they're having their big emotion. Exactly. Just like think about yourself. Like I can tell you right now to take deep breaths or whatever. And you're like, okay, yeah, that would help. But if you're feeling angry and I'm like, just take some deep breaths. The last thing you're going to do is take deep breaths because you're feeling that big emotion. That's just how big emotions are. And so kids are just the same. Well, hopefully this is helpful to all of you. Um, You can check out our Instagram and our blog if you'd like to see more. There will be a whole blog up about this topic. Um, So make sure you go check that out. The website will be linked down below in the description. And we'll see you next time. Mm